I'm Tyler Dennering. I'm Connery Hansen. And this is the franchise. Do wop should do. <laughs> no more blues. <laughs> no more blues ever. Well, we, we're all experiencing the blues currently, I'd say. Uh, let's start over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're talking about the Simpsons movie with our good friend. Well, with my good friend at least, Brian McCready. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi, everybody. I hope to be all of your friends by the end of this. Yeah. All two of you. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I was, about, I was about to say, sometimes Tyler excludes me from friendships. <laughs> We're the only ones listening. <laughs> but yeah, how are you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. Um, you know, just trying to stay sane by watching The Simpsons 24 hours a day. <laughs> just kidding. But I have this little CRT television that I plug into my old ford f-150 and watch it while i'm driving <laughs> over the airwaves what that sounds really cool i'm just thinking of i'm thinking of 90s things because the simpsons reminds me of the 90s yeah, I, my I dad always ha- had those tiny little like crts that are like this oh, wow. <laughs> yeah i had like a little vhs tape tv you know like all in one in the like back seat of my dad's SUV or whatever. So we went on road trips. We would just be like putting VHS tapes in there all day. And it would just like plug into yes. power, like into the cigarette lighter. <laughs> Cause that was like a lot cheaper than like yep. installing TVs into the car or whatever. This was like saved him like $600 yeah. or something. So, Yep. Road trips and TVs went together like strawberries and whipped cream for me. Uh, I loved how you could like just pick up channels over the airwaves it's like oh it's five o'clock in st louis that means we have the simpsons <laughs> i have like no experience with that ours was like there's no like how did that work um who knows i mean i might be making it up <laughs> <laughs> this is really interesting to me I, I, and, and i am <laughs> i was like i was really confused i'm like what is this this is really interesting just to realize, like, CTTV, like, road trip experience. I feel like the extent of my family doing anything close to that was I, like, a Game Boy Color and, like, leaning out to get, like, the street lights to, like, light up the screen for a second. Yeah. And uh, and singing uh, musical theater soundtracks all the way to, all the way through three or four times. While you were playing Cats, the Game Boy right. Color game? I was playing Cats, the Game Boy Color game, and it was discontinued for existing. <laughs> Did you guys ever hook up? like a nintendo on the road or like an n64 no that sounds awesome did yeah, you that sounds pretty rad did you hear oh. the radio on your n64 <laughs> no it's a me no. on your radio <laughs> uh, but yeah i definitely played even more like game boy advance because i got a game boy pocket my sister got a game boy color and then i got mm-hmm. a game boy advance and then they all needed like the worm light or whatever because otherwise yeah. you like couldn't see the screen at all was it the oh, was it the I forgot about those little worm yeah. lights? <laughs> was it the SP that actually got the whole like light thing in it so you could actually play in the dark? Yeah, or you was, press the button like... and then it killed the batteries pretty fast. Right, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 90s. Even though it wasn't the 90s. Oh, it was like the mid 2000s. <laughs> Only 90 kids remember the mid 2000s. <laughs> well, Brian and I have been texting back and forth for I feel like it's been like years now <laughs> about <laughs> about um, the aspect ratio for The Simpsons. Yep, uh, it's like full screen when the original is four three. Do you care to elaborate, Brian? Yeah. So I'm a lifer, as you'd say. <laughs> I've watched Simpsons since I was a kid, but 
my wife had not seen it growing up at all. Oh. So back when you could watch all the episodes for free on SimpsonsWorld.com, oh. that's where we started watching from episode one. We're on season nine now, oh. but it's taken it's taken us a couple of years just to kind of not binge it, but like do it as we please. Mm. And uh, they had some great options like script view and things like that, but they allowed you to watch in widescreen or the classic original four by three, which is obviously the superior way to, <laughs> to watch it because because that's how it was drawn yeah uh then it went to hulu and i think they were kind of on hulu and simpsonsworld.com at the same time so i don't recall what hulu was up to but eventually it made its way to, to disney plus where it will reside forever <laughs> because they're never going to let go of those rights i'm sure yeah. but it's just a shame because you watch it there and they've decided to, to scale in on it essentially ruining all of the visual jokes, such as like the church marquee and like names of things on large buildings and things like that. Huh. But I, I knew that Tyler would share my anger in this. So I texted him and said, so D- Disney has fucked up and has lost me forever. And you know, if I, I look up Aspect of the Simpsons on Google and, and there are people with the same complaints, then I feel like Disney plus came out and said like, okay, okay, we'll fix it. Like it's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. <We're> gonna- <laughs> It's like, it's coming, you nerds. Jeez. <laughs> and if they said that in, in November. Yeah. They were like, it'll be here by the first, early 2020 or something like that. And um, they didn't do that. And now they <laughs> came out again and said, by the end of May, I promise we'll let you see the entire artwork of the, the movie. Or, I mean, of the the series. Walt Disney himself and, is uh, like, I promise. I promise you. <laughs> I promise. It's ridiculous. So I don't get how they could have possibly dropped the ball on that, given how much money was involved in the contract. Like, at the very least, someone from Matt Grinning's team should have wanted to keep the integrity of the show rather than, like, lose, like, 15 to 20% of the fucking canvas. Yeah. <laughs> and probably more percentage of the audience that would actually want to watch it. It's like, who is this for? Like, they basically remastered it in 16.9, yeah. I think. That's the the remastered aspect ratio because what starting in season 19, I think it started going into full screen like halfway through the season. Hmm. So they're like, Oh, let's just match that and remaster it in HD. But I don't really know why they would do that for the originals. I guess just to like fit a full screen, but it's just like a lot of like, probably weren't thinking. Yeah. But it's like, as if somebody did this whole job totally asleep, (laughs) like didn't think about it at all. Like who, who made this? Like, I don't understand. Maybe there are no employees at Disney anymore. They've fully automated everything. It's like, oh, our AI just looked over that. And the four three episodes are already available through, like you said, um, Simpsons World, and then uh, I think also it was on FX, like Simpsons on FX, where it's like a thing for a while. Where it's like I don't remember which provider it was, but oh yeah, if you had cable, basically you could just that. watch all the Simpsons like any time as well. And those were the original. Mm-hmm. You could choose to re- show the original format. So uh, yeah. So this has been our little mission, particularly Brian's holy grail, to get this back to four three. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, um, which it finally is now, starting May twenty eighth. So you're telling me that I should not be angry anymore? No, you, you should be overjoyed be right now. <laughs> I'm about to go hunt down Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Speaking of which, in the Simpsons movie, there's like a disney joke where he's just like referring to mickey mouse as like an evil corporation i'm like wow they kept this in they didn't like edit this out so i feel like disney's definitely not paying attention 
What if there's like a big like low like when he said that line as soon as Disney acquired the rights? <laughs> it's just like muted. Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so it, dark. It, I feel like I feel like if they censored it, that would have been even more yeah. evil. Yeah. I know the fart you're talking about when they're on the yeah. bus and Bart ha- Bart comes down from the luggage rack with a big old brassiere on oh, his right. head that looks like two ears. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know like. You know, the lay person or just, like, everyday TV watcher or whatever is probably like, oh, aspect ratio, why does it matter so much? But I just think it's has so much to do with the artistic intent of a creator or a filmmaker. But, I mean, particularly The Simpsons, that's mostly to fit, like, TVs back then, the aspect ratio. But also, mm-hmm. that's what the original intent was, you know. And it's like, if it would be able to be full screen in a way that didn't crop stuff... Would that be fine to you, Brian? Or would you just keep it 4-3? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that reminds me, I guess, like, uh, so I guess you're asking whether, so there, there's probably film out there that's, like, slightly bigger than 4 by 3 Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, but I guess, well, I guess it fills up the whole TV, so there's no way you could really stretch 4 by 3 You'd have to crop it yeah, or stretch it. Right. Interestingly, MASH, when Ma- I've been watching MASH as well, but they did a thing like that where I think it was shown on TV you know, when it was contemporary, like in, in its four by three, but it was shot slightly bigger. Hmm. And so then they recame out with that stuff. But what it did was like essentially reveal the peripheries of the set (laughs) and like the things that you, the things that you would be really like engrossed in, like, Oh, you feel like this is a cozy little place. Like you're in someone's tent at a prisoner of war camp, but like, then you get like, you see the edges of like drapery and stuff that are making up the scene and stuff like that. That's really strange. Oh, man. If the Simpsons did that, that would imply that there were artwork outside of the bounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was originally all widescreen, 16.9, and they just cut out most of it. There's a whole world you're actually missing. Yeah, if you just pan to the right. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys saw like the lighthouse. Yes. Shot in 4.3, and that was like the intent of the movie. And, like, the whole point, like, in The Lighthouse, at least, to shoot in 4.3, it's all about these, like, close-ups of the two actors, like, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, as well as The Lighthouse is, like, a very vertical shape. So it's, like, he had a lot of intention as to why it was 4.3. It's, like, if you widen that out and panned and scanned it, the whole artistic intent of that, it's just a whole nother tool, basically, aspect ratio for, like, a filmmaker or an artist or, I don't know, TV to have intent like i guess it's less of a thing on tv but yeah i don't know basically i'm just trying to say like it's it's important i quickly looked up how much like actual screen loss you lose from such a a, a scaling of a four by three aspect ratio to 16 by nine you result in a 25 percent loss of vertical resolution yeah because you're it's like doing something in photoshop where the image is like too small for the canvas or whatever anyways that's a little technical talk unless you have anything else to add brian well i think introducing the movie and then talking about the aspect ratio in the movie would be fun yeah right because that's how the movie starts oh (laughs) how convenient all this stuff came back around Ah, that's a good segue hey it was a bad segue actually (laughs) we start off with uh one of the kids screaming inside the 20th century fox um thing who's this you guys i i've seen wait wait let's rewind connery did you ever watch the simpsons as a kid (laughs) I totally uh, forgot no. to ask this because you, you went to Christian school and stuff. So I'm like, oh, wait, did you? 
Like I, t- I, I, was, I wasn't allowed to watch Powerpuff Girls. I wasn't allowed to watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie because the art was ugly. Wait, what? So you went Whoa. to like, you didn't go to art school though? <laughs> no, I, I went to a Christian school and my mother ran my house and she got to say what we could, my, my, me and my little sister could and could not watch. She's like, no Ed and Eddie. She didn't like Dexter's Lab either. So a lot of the times we were restricted Aww. in our on our viewing and... The Simpsons is a little too old for us, and then like I think I got a few box sets of it on um, DVD in my probably in middle school, high school, and yeah. I watched uh-huh. a few episodes, and I definitely trailed off of it. Yeah, that's pretty much my experience with The Simpsons, probably seasons one through three. Yeah, and I barely remember those. I like how I effectively derailed what segue I had to go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've lost your rights. Never mind. <laughs> I like what Connery said though too, because interestingly, I went to christian school and my dad was all but grabbing my friend's heads and pointing them towards the simpsons when i was on tv when they were over That's <laughs> they good. would like they would slowly realize they'd see like the yellow characters would be like oh uh this, this is the simpsons yeah i can't watch this and my dad would be like when you're at our house you will watch the simpsons <laughs> your dad converted them you could say but yeah, I grew up with it too. I guess like my, uh, mainly like my aunt and uncle, they're 10 years older than me. So they're kind of in a way like older siblings. And that's like a big part of them. Like Simpsons was even more prevalent basically when they were teenagers. So my uncle can like quote like literally like anything from the show and like from the first, you know, 12 seasons or whatever. And I'll be like, that sounds like the Simpsons. I'm going to assume that's from the Simpsons. I mean, I've seen, I've yeah. seen all the classic episodes, like the first like 12 seasons or whatever. I really haven't been catching up with like any of the newer stuff, but I mean, do you still watch it like the mm-hmm. newer seasons, Ryan? Or no, I think um, the last time I saw a modern one was like four years ago, and I I had heard about you know its decline in quality. Yeah. So I wanted to see for myself. I certainly liked it and chuckled and like had a good time. So I will be watching more of it, but I'm just watching from the beginning, and I'm not like going off that path right now. I'm on season nine again. Yeah. So. <laughs> you will not be derailed. <laughs> i wonder if there is a a high percentage of like lifelong simpsons fans in la and that might explain why your uncle liked it so much because that's where matt grenning was when he was like conceiving of it well uh my aunt uncle actually grew up in like north of bakersfield basically like just like up in the mountains basically where my grandma lives and so i feel like they just like grew up with it just watching on tv like everybody else you know like and i feel like that's like the big appeal of the simpsons too is that it's just like (laughs) like <laughs> the whole thing with Springfield, like as in the movie, like and so we'll we'll talk about, but it's like bordered by four states that aren't next to each other at all. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. But is it yeah. it's like an inside thing of people always trying to place where Springfield yeah. exists, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got me into it, but I feel like my mom like didn't want me to watch it at first, but then eventually she relented. It was like the same kind of thing. Cause <laughs> I think because, you know, when they were like sixteen, I was six. But I started watching the Simpsons pretty early. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, really allowed to watch, like, Family Guy, I think, or, like, South Park. No, never. Like, I actually remember Mm. the day that South Park premiered. I might be completing this, but, like, I just remember my parents watching, like, the pilot episode of South Park, like, in their room. And I was, like, walking in and, like, trying to watch it because it was, like, a cartoon, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, it's 1997. So I was four. Oh, wow. Dang, that's earlier than I thought. Yeah, me too. You were how old? four oh my god that's insane <laughs> i don't i don't know how i could remember that but i vividly remember them yeah. watching it like they had like a tv and a cabinet that was also like uh they would put all their clothes in 
whatever but like the top was like the tv cabinet that you would like close it was just like very Mm -hmm. 90s but no i understand that furniture i've seen that yeah (laughs) (laughs) whatever that's called but yeah the simpsons was like the family friendly thing and then i got more into futurama as well but Mm. yeah we all have our different stories with the simpsons i think (laughs) but yeah It's touched all of our lives. Yeah, indeed it has. It's so culturally (laughs) ingrained in like America that you really can't turn around and say Simpsons and not somebody not know what you're talking about. And by the time the movie came out, the show was on for a long time. I don't remember when did it premiere again. (laughs) 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 I don't have any information. Nineteen eighty nine. It was on for two years. Just kidding. Eighteen years. Yes. Because the movie came out in really? 2007. <laughs> so, but like around that time, I remember when this movie was coming out that uh, since the show had been on for so long, it definitely already felt like the, the like it had reached its prime. I know it, it's still on, so people still watch it, obviously, I guess, <laughs> unless it's just made so much money that they can just keep <laughs> making episodes and someone's paying them. But uh, And AI is just like making them. As yeah, those. and then just cropping them all in. Yeah, the movie came out 2007, and I, so I was 13, and I guess at that time I was already a jaded Simpsons fan, because <laughs> I really like, because I think probably my and uncle ingrained that in me, where it's just like, oh, the, the first like 12 seasons are like the really good ones, like three through nine are really like the best ones, and I was just like, yeah, I have opinions on things, I'm a preteen, or a, newly a teenager. <laughs> An eighth grader, ready for the world. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I haven't seen this movie since it came out, and having rewatched it, it, you know, I liked it better than I thought I would. I thought it would be more dated and not as funny, but it still made me chuckle quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready? Speaking of the aspect ratio, the way the movie opens, <laughs> there we go. Segway. I'll just cut out the past thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so I watch all of my media on a projector. Ooh, oh, uh, I just always have since I was like 18. And um, I have this 16 by nine uh, projector screen on the opposite side of the oh, wall yeah. where the projector shoots or throw. Uh, I played Excite Bike with you on that projector one time. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's right. <laughs> I love I love old yeah. games. We should do that again sometime actually. Yeah, whenever quarantine's um, over. So I've always been about like maximizing the like the diagonal viewing area of whatever I'm watching. So as I fire up the Simpsons movie, you know, they have their opening scenes, then they do like the opening within the opening. Remember how it happens? Like they show the title and then like Mo comes by and he says, movie. Is it a, in H? is it Mo or professor Frank? He like, doesn't he ride by? Oh, oh it's, it's gotta be. Frank. Yeah. yeah. He rides yeah, by yeah. on like a missile or something on a spaceship. It's like a flying bike. So, yeah. They're in a movie theater because... Oh, yeah, they do some... Okay, so, yeah, it opens. They do some meta stuff where, <laughs> yeah. like, the, the Simpsons are watching themselves on screen in a movie theater, and then they do the classic Simpsons thing where they make fun of the people that are watching them. And, <laughs> oh, right. And uh, Homer goes, everyone and, everyone uh, in this theater is a chump, especially you, and points right at, like, the at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had... So this whole first portion, maybe the first three minutes, was in, like... It was like in a weird aspect ratio. It was like 16 by 9, but it was like shrunk. And I was like, oh my God, Amazon Prime is also fucking oh, up the yeah. aspect ratio of Yeah, because it wasn't even 4.3. So it looks I, like when you export a video like improperly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, either either I did something wrong. Or they <laughs> That's did, what I thought sure too. Enough. 
And so I got up and reached on into my like into the controls of my projector and like scaled it up a bunch to like screen on my wall. And then moments later, when they they pull us out of the meta moment and they're like the Simpsons movie, it, like it, it basically like widens yeah. for you. And I was bamboozled for a moment. <laughs> oh, so the image like went into my yeah. kitchen for a moment. Went into your kitchen. Since I was watching it on my laptop, I didn't have like an ability to scale anything up, but I was just like, what the heck? Did- is this another Disney Plus like mess up? Yeah. So by the way, the aspect ratios on Disney Plus, you can go under details now and then go to original 4.3 for the show. Oh, And confirmed. that's what you've all been waiting confirmed. for. Confirmed. <laughs> but let's go back to the movie. The first <laughs> sentence. So wait, what, what was the aspect ratio of the movie? Ooh. Because it was not 16 by 9. I think they like went ham and like did like two something IMDb. Simpsons. Hey, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'll see if you can get the information first. Enhance. <laughs> when you scaled up your uh, projector, did you say enhance? I did not. Two dot thirty nine to one. Ooh, winner. Oh, because it starts with an itchy and scratchy cartoon. That's what they're watching. Yeah. And it's one eight five one, and then it goes scales up or it changes to two three nine one. Anyway, they finally got me. They got me tricked. They got you. But yeah, Wikipedia just starts off this movie saying, as rock band Green Day perform on Lake Springfield, the band members fail to engage the audience in a discussion about the environment. They are killed when the pollution in the lake erodes their barge, causing it to sink. That's pretty similar to my notes where it just says, hey, Green Day for 10 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, remember Green Day? (laughs) My other uncle, by the way, was like obsessed with Green Day like five years after American Idiot or something. Like he got really into American Idiot. Hey, cool. It was, yeah, I mean, like, it's like, hey, cool, man. <laughs> but it's also just, like, obviously, like, really delayed culturally. <laughs> but I was just like, cool, man. That's great. Do you feel like the Simpsons shared this with their perfor- Green Day performance? Yeah, I said Simpsons did it. Yeah, because at this point, it seemed like this, like, maybe at that point, it seemed like Green Day was, like, already a little, like, overdone. But, like, now I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Maybe their musical was out during that time, American oh, Idiot. I forgot about that yeah <laughs> it was interesting they fell into like the toxic the floating stage they were on gets eaten by springfield's toxic dump which is a pretty good um foreshadowing for the film <laughs> and what i'm su- what i'm surprised about is they didn't show blinky do you guys are you familiar with the character blinky the, the fish the fish with like 10 yeah eyes? yeah well it has like three eyes at first right but then there was something else that has like 10 eyes in this well they didn't show blinky There's at all which is like a yeah, they showed that squirrel right. that got radioactive and grew a bunch of eyes, but it seemed like it would have been a perfect opportunity just to use Blinky, but maybe Yeah, not. they should have had Blinky be like the main antagonist where he like gets his revenge because he becomes sentient from all the radiation or something. <laughs> it sounds cool. a bit like uh what's it called? Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah, he and he and Marge fall in love. <laughs> Romer's marriage is ruined by a giant fish with ten eyes. <laughs> I, That'd be a little bit more interesting. I thought you were going to say it's <laughs> foreshadowing for Green Day, the toxic sludge consuming Aww. them. <laughs> but I think they're all good. They're fine. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I didn't take like super heavy notes on this movie. I just kind of like wrote down jokes that I thought were pretty funny. But I think overall this movie is still pretty funny. There's some like dated jokes because like the next scene, like they're in the church. Yeah. Like the Simpsons family comes into the church super late 
And Homer's just like, oh, stupid church. And like, everybody hears him. And he's like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like, praise Jeebus. And like, is walking through all yeah, of them. And then Flanders has something to say. He's like, I have a confession or something. And then Homer's just like, gay, 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 gay. And I was just like, I had to rewind it a couple times. I was just like, and put on subtitles. Because I like, couldn't believe that he said that. <laughs> It's just like I'm curious why he's hoping that he's gay too. I'm like, that's what if he's if he's coming out, then I guess it, it's fine. Like, why are you, why are you so jazzed? About yeah, that? it's like Homer wants Flanders to be gay? Question mark. Like that's what I wrote down, and it's just I guess I kind of forgot when that was just like a thing to like joke about, you know? <laughs> Where like yeah. it wasn't even like really uh, derogatory intentionally, but it was just like yeah, calling attention to it for not much reason. Yeah, like saying something's gay, like meaning it's lame, and I'm just like. Uh, the part at the beginning when Bart and Homer are on the roof, um, I, I can't remember what they're doing. I think they're, they're like reshingling the roof. Oh, they're reshingling the roof because yeah, Homer was had a honeydew list from Marge, mm -hmm. and um, there's a moment where Bart is like lamenting working on the roof in the summer or whatever. And he says, "This is the worst day of my life," <laughs> and. Homer says, ah, 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 the worst day of your life so far. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a line that, like, my dad and I always laughed about. And, like, that was, like, the biggest takeaway from the film. And I feel like it's so stoic of Homer to be like, yeah, things can get worse. Yeah. <laughs> it will get worse, in fact. Yeah. Because I shouldn't have started with, like, one of the jokes that don't age well. Because there's a lot of jokes that do age well. And that one that you actually said <laughs> is, like, uh, it ends up being, like, the callback of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, best kiss of my life, best um, kiss of your life so far. Yeah. Oh, right, right. And it's uh, it's good to, you know, have some stoic principles, especially nowadays in 2020, which can we just say, there is uh, a lot of parallels to the quarantine situation with this. Yeah, I was, yes. <laughs> I actually tweeted this, like, I had no idea that the Simpsons movie would ever stress me out. And, like, this whole movie's plot is, like, basically quarantine. It's, like, the giant bubble that they put over the simpsons because it's too polluted and they have to like force everybody inside and just like that one guy who's like stay inside or like or Should like stay outside and be alone forever what, what do i do what do i do and then he just gets crushed by it i'm just like this is just quarantine like you have to like when this all yep. started you, you like we had to decide like where we wanted to stay basically like you know it's if you had that luxury or whatever it's just like oh like should i stay with my parents or if you're just starting in a relationship and you don't know whether to commit right because you have to yeah more point. so that yeah trap but together <laughs> or separate and alone or, or i guess free and alone yeah and i like how the antagonist is a, is the head of the epa <laughs> but he's also the crony he's like the crony capitalist guy that was hired to to run the epa and he like has a bunch of uh internal contracts that he's sending to like his own businesses and things like yeah. that. like the security cameras that said like his name on them mm -hmm. whatever industries mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought that was Christian Slater, and then I was proved very wrong. I, in fact, I wrote in all my notes, Christian Slater does this, Christian yeah. Slater does that, and I learned the credits. It is not him. It's Albert Brooks, or is he's credited in this movie for some reason, A. Brooks. A. Brooks. I guess maybe he didn't want his full name on the on the Simpsons movie. I don't know. Uh, on, the, on the opposite end of things, just to make things officially cinematic, we had Tom Hanks cameo. Yes. I liked him at the very end being like, if you see me in public, don't go up to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But uh, yeah, he adopts Spider Pig. Well, he adopts a pig and then turns it into Spider Pig and has a lot of fun. Yes. He's in love with the pig. 
And then he is like playing with the pig on the couch and they like falls over and he's just like, what if we kiss to break the tension? And then like Marge comes in. He's like, go. <laughs> but basically the whole riot happens because Homer has the big pig silo full of pig crap. Poop. Oh yeah, and he d- dumps it, and it's the death knell for the local lake that that e- that they were trying to save from EPA takeover. Yeah, and he tells Marge, "It's not leaking; it's overflowing." <laughs> <laughs> well, I helped a little. <laughs> <laughs> so he throws that into the lake, and that's what causes everything to immediately turn like dark, like toxic, with a skull in the lake and everything. So yeah, and Bart's bonding with Flanders while this is happening. Lisa's met a irish boy who's really into environmentalism um grandpa simpson has like done that whole like prophecy thing that marge is obsessed with so that's like pretty much all the background we need to get to the riot yeah because he says epa epa which Mm. is the epa i thought they did a pretty good job of like of like touching on all the main characters but keeping it flowing like it wasn't just like uh yeah there weren't like homages to characters like oh i remember when apu did this or whatever it was all like new stuff so i was happy to see that they didn't have to like try too hard it just kind of felt it felt like the show but just a little more a little bigger Mm -hmm. so yeah they they had the riot that's when they you're right that's when they first rioted and um that initial shot that the camera goes through the crowd of all the of all the yeah springfielders with torches Mm -hmm. That was probably a big deal in 2007. Yeah, like CG-wise, you mean? Yeah. I was fully convinced that they were going to start singing at one point. I thought there was going to be... You know that scene in Beauty and the Beast where the mob sings a whole song? Am I playing (laughs) the crowd right now? (laughs) I don't remember that song. I'm thinking of like the Pocahontas song, but... He's got beasts, he's got fangs, there's a shark. Oh, yeah. I do. I recall. Yeah, the nice yes. dead kill the beast. I thought they were gonna sing, but they they don't sing. <laughs> but yeah, that shot of all the the angry mob. It's over three hundred twenty Simpsons characters. Oh wow! And uh, the characters that like showed up in the front of the mob. I'm like, wow, these are some pretty obscure characters. Like I barely remember some of these. And then it's like, oh, it's because all the well known characters. It's because they flip around back at the house because Homer's like, they don't even know where we live. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. But um, yeah, there's all these like little like. They do a good job at just focusing on the Simpsons family, I feel, because, you know, it's the Simpsons. So of course, they have to do yeah. that. And like, mm-hmm. there's so many episodes that focus on different characters in the in the uh, in Springfield. But uh, so they, they bring up people enough. Like, I don't know. They did a really good job at balancing little character moments for each each character. Like some of it is kind of like best of like uh, Nelson. Nelson Muntz, like he just does his kind of like, ha ha, ha ha, like classic yeah. thing. Uh, and then his mom gets. Yeah. <laughs> That was after Bart had done his ride through the streets naked on his skateboard due to a bet from Homer. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just a dare. Like, there was no money on the line. Just mm. generally a dare. Yeah, yeah he was going to call him a chicken. Yeah. And, like, he just, like, said he'd hold it over him his entire life, basically, <laughs> if he didn't do it. Yeah, I do actually really <laughs> like the relationship between Bart and Homer in this movie in particular because, like, it's a little friend- more friendly. And they're both just, like, really stupid, especially in the beginning. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> like, they're just throwing each other across, like, all the, across the roof while they're trying to fix it. <laughs> Right. And Homer's like almost trying to hit his hand with a hammer and like Flanders is like, I don't know if that's safe. And Homer's just like, shut up, Flanders. Yeah, it's like Bart actually looks up to Homer in this. So I feel like a lot of the yeah. cartoons I've seen, like they have a very combative relationship and 
Bart even sa- I think says at one point, like, "You're my, you were my hero." Yeah, because I wanted to be just like yeah. you. It helps to build up the arc with uh, Homer kind of doing the wrong thing and having to come back, but uh, multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, he goes on the skateboard naked, and Skinner's mom, who I, I always forget her name, <laughs> I just think, "Yes, mother." Oh, is she just Mrs. Skinner? Yeah. yeah. She's literally listed in the credits as Mrs. Skinner. But she's just like, ah, don't look where I'm pointing. <laughs> it's like don't pointing directly yeah. directly at Bart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit. That's a, that part's good. Oh, it's Agnes. 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 Thank you. Yeah, there's like just a lot of good sight gags too. Like I always, Grandpa Simpson's probably one of my favorite characters because I just <laughs> like how he just says really weird things all the time and is harmless, but. I don't know. He just shuffles about all the time. Yeah. But he's just like, after he has his episode in the church, he's just like reading a magazine that just is called Oatmeal Enthusiast. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I just like love old people jokes. Like, this isn't like offensive at all. It's just like really stupid. Yep. He's just reading about I oatmeal. That. I love that. I know there's some other ones I can't remember, but. My other favorite part with Grandpa Simpson was right after his episode in the church as he's getting dragged out and everyone's like, staring and like guffawing and like their jaws are like on the floor he like finishes and right before the doors close he says thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and then he they roll him up in the carpet or whatever yeah what does he say to him like homer says something really funny to him but i didn't write it down he's just like somebody had a good little senior moment <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> when he just like had a prophecy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, they just they had to leave him in the car to go get waffles and homer comes back just like rolls down the window just like a crack <laughs> <laughs> i just like man it's just like the acceptable amount of like being mean to an old person like <laughs> uh yeah there's just a lot of stuff that reflects life right now and like the simpsons always have a profound ability to predict things for some reason uh yeah. for better and worse a lot of the time for mm-hmm. the worse <laughs> but it's really just like based around like the worst instincts of americans so maybe that's just because mm. that's happening more often now <laughs> i don't yeah. know oh yeah could be like president schwarzenegger i like a lot in this movie i like cracked up <laughs> when i was 13 i would like to, to read to lead and not to not to read <laughs> you know i didn't i didn't quite understand so i had an issue with that scene because he looks just like um the other Simpsons oh, Rainier or Wolf uh, Rick, uh, Castle? Yeah, he looks just like Rainier or Wolf Castle. Yeah. But I, and now I just am, I'm confused because I don't know if they've, if they've ever shown Schwarzenegger in The Simpsons. I'm sure they have. So now I just wonder what Simpsons Schwarzenegger looks like compared to McBain. <laughs> to me, they're like the same character. Yeah, they look the same. That's why like, I thought it would just be Wolf Castle, but I guess uh, here we go. This is all from the Wikipedia page. Holler. The animators began by drawing an accurate caricature of Schwarzenegger, but one of the staff instead suggested an altered version of recurring character Rainer Wolfcastle as president. Oh, hey! Look at you, Brian! Damn! Basically, they just gave him more wrinkles under his eyes and a different hairstyle. Dude, that's pretty, that's pretty deep knowledge. Look at you! <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the old mind trap. <laughs> It's not a palace, it's just a trap. It also says that like they were nervous because Schwarzenegger's opinion polls were way down. So I think that's partly why they changed it so he didn't look just like Schwarzenegger, but I don't know, like it's still Schwarzenegger, like you're still making they the put, joke. They have his name. Yeah, yeah it's on the, on the plaque. Like, I was just gonna say about Schwarzenegger that like that joke is also in de- the movie Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock and Wesley Snipes oh. is the bad guy and he's like the best bad guy in that. Like 
Nice. I got to check that out. It was on Hulu a few months ago. I definitely recommend it if it's still there. But uh, Taco Bell is the only restaurant because they won the uh, Fast Food Wars. And Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes president because the American people liked him so much that they uh, changed the laws so that he could become president. (laughs) Oh, because he wasn't born in the United States. Mm. Gotcha. Anyway, sorry, Connery. Oh, no worries. Uh, the Simpsons are almost hung, but they use the, the nooses as like jungle gym, like what is it, monkey bars? And they swing across. Homer's trapped. Um, and then I think they see Maggie ha- uses the sinkhole to get out of the uh, dome. And so they all follow suit and dive in. And that's how they escape the mob. Yep. Uh, and they move to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. And then Homer has a plan. And they're like, OK, what do you want to do? And he's like, we're moving to Alaska. And so. And he tells Marge, who's really apprehensive about doing this, he says, like, in a marriage, you get one chance and one opportunity to say, you have to do this with me. And this is that moment. And she says, all right, like, I'll, I'll do this for you. And so they pack their bags and they head to the beautiful Alaska, which turns out to not be that beautiful when they get there. <laughs> I thought it was really funny that uh, that Homer pulled this, like, coupon card for like you have to do whatever i say like that's just how marriage works i don't know if i believe that and then later marge does it to him too and i'm like is there a handbook for marriage yeah brian you're married (laughs) (laughs) everyone gets a secret handbook once they get married did you not get yours in the mail uh talking about that guy who's like jumping in and out of the dome (laughs) apparently edward norton recorded that like, he was huh. the original voice doing a Woody Allen impression. The guy that couldn't decide whether to stay in or go out. Yeah, which, uh, you know, that probably wouldn't age well. It says the staff felt the voice was too distracting, so Castellaneta just re-recorded Edward Norton's dialogue. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Edward Norton, funny. he's like, here Dang. comes my bit. Aww. Yeah, oh, I'm not in the Simpsons movie, I'm not the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> what do you people want from me? Fine, I'll do wiener party or sausage party. <laughs> I'll do sausage party. That'll make you love me, right? Why wasn't, no? it, why wasn't it called wiener party? I don't know, because I think sausage party's actual term. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of um, George Clooney wanting to be in South Park. I think it might have been the South Park movie. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, and, and they were like, yeah, you could you can come into the studio, record record something for one of the ancillary characters and turned out to be like a dog on a on a farm so like (laughs) you're watching and then like it's uh, the cue for like a dog to bark and it just says like bark 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 (laughs) and then then in the credits it's like dog one (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) i'm glad he was into it i like stuff like that like that's so ridiculous Uh, i totally did not realize hans zimmer did this the the music to this until like the end credits. Oh, that's pretty and bonkers. The music, I know. The that. music is really good. Their music was already very good. It was always like orchestral yeah. and, and like emotional and stuff. But like they definitely changed it for the more cinematic feeling. And I think it works. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that just like make this movie feel like a movie. I don't know <laughs> compared to the show. Like a little in like the aspect ratio. But just yeah, like every character has like a little moment. All the characters you kind of know. But like not that I know too much about animation. But it just like looks really clean. And they use like CG elements that don't like stand out too much. It just looked like there was like a, yeah. a good budget there, <laughs> and everything. Mm. Like even now, like it just like looks really fresh. It doesn't. It look does. Dated it looks very yeah, crisp. You're right. I think it definitely got the full like cinematic treatment. I will say though, for whatever reason, I put down in my notes. Well, I mean, for good reason. But for whatever reason, when they were recording this, they clearly didn't get enough audio clips 
of Homer in particular. Because there's, like, a couple shots where, like, doing, like, a classic, like, scream because something aggressive is happening and, like, I think is falling down a cliff was one of mm-hmm. them. And rather than have a full, like, three-second yell, you can, like, very clearly see where they looped an existing yell. Oh. And that happened, yeah. like, two or three times. And I was like, huh, they usually are so good at that. Brian, tell us more technical things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much more to say. Uh, there's Dome Depot, which is also telling because Home Depot is one of the only things that's like open right now. Oh, well, I mean, was open uh, and everybody was going to it. They got all their Home dome Depot. supplies from Dome Depot. Dome Depot. They're so good at like the visual like text on screen jokes. Another couple that I put down were... Uh, an advertisement for Duff in the background that said binge response. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, I think it was the marquee at the church that they always show, and they always have a joke on that. It said, thou shalt turn off thy cell phone. <laughs> There's another thing that Marge says when the dome's over, and she's like, I think she's knitting outside in the backyard. And she's just like, oh, like the things we miss, basically like like a cool summer's breeze because you see all the trees moving, and she's like stuck mm-hmm. in the dome. And you just really don't, you don't even think about those things until like, yeah, you're stuck inside your house for two months and you can't go anywhere (laughs) because of a pandemic. (laughs) And just like, there's this really hoping when I watched this movie that it would be like, uh, like a vacation from reality. And instead it was like a little too close to home. Yeah. It was like a cold, grim reminder. (laughs) It was just like way too relevant. I was knitting something at some point that. I think they were in their way to, to Alaska. Mm-hmm. She's knitting a lot. Yeah. Ted's up in weird that didn't make any sense. Instead of home sweet home, it said like... The first one said dome sweet dome. And then the second one yeah. said gnome sweet gnome, which is like Alaska. Like gnome Alaska. It's like a city there. Oh. Oh, I thought they were oh, saying like a, so. a mythological gnome. So I'm like, they spelt gnome wrong. Yeah. Like that is not how the, the creature thought. of the woods... <laughs> Don't you know your specific uh, Alaska <laughs> cityscape geography? No. I'm sorry, no, Alaska. Juno, that <laughs> uh, Saskatoon. Oh no, that's in Canada. <laughs> I guess I wasn't a huge fan of the whole Vision Quest <laughs> sequence. That doesn't age very yeah, that's well. A lot. Mm-hmm. She's just boob lady, also. Yeah, yeah boob lady. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like some part, like like Simpsons is so classic that when they fall into tropes like that again, like there's just so many things that were so. Like, you know, Apu, I don't think is even on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Bumblebee Man, you look at that now and you're just like, that probably isn't super great. There's just a lot of <laughs> Simpsons stuff now. He was in there. Yeah, he was in the movie yeah, he's too. he's in the mob. But um, there's just like a lot of classic like Simpsons stereotypes that nowadays it's like, yeah, you can see where the show <laughs> doesn't age well. But uh, overall, I thought like there's only a few jokes like that in the movie. And I just generally had like a lot better of a time watching this movie than i thought i would i i laughed really hard at this one joke in the very end that uh it's right when uh bart chooses like to go with homer instead of staying in the church with flanders and his two kids and uh, one of his kids looks at ned and he says i wish homer was my dad then ned looks at him and says and i wish you didn't have the devil's curly hair yeah and that like broke me. I was like, "That's really that's horrifying." It's so good. It just was like Flanders is like a different kind of bastard than yeah. Homer is. Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too much uh, childhood like memories there, Connery. 
<laughs> I, I did have curly hair that I Christian willfully school. straightened at one point. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't because of the devil. I, I remember it was my cousin Chris at the time, around the same age, and he had like straight hair. And I was like, I want to have straight hair like Chris. And so I like comb my hair down for like the longest time. <laughs> and then you but, became yeah. him. And then I became him. And then and you replaced boy, him. Howdy, is my... <laughs> I resorbed him. <laughs> You hear that, Chris? <laughs> I did like the. Uh, this is a, this is a scene that would make me very uncomfortable in 2007 because I was probably seeing this with my parents. But because uh, yeah, I remember seeing. I was talking to my sister about this too, my older sister, and I think we all the whole family went to go see this movie. And I me and my sister were just two like awkward gawky teens. We're basically we're both just that guy that works at the fast food restaurant in The Simpsons, <laughs> just like pimply and like awkward. <laughs> Like, oh, hi. But we both love The Simpsons, and our parents like liked it, too, and they took us. But, like, the whole scene where, like, uh, Marge and Homer get snowed in, and, like, they're going to, mm. like, make love. Like, that yeah. whole sequence with, like, the oh, Disney yeah. birds and stuff. Like, I really liked how the animation was totally different. Like, they really tried mm. to, like, make it. It looked really clean, but also just, like, close enough to classic Disney that it was you could really tell what it was parodying, and it was <laughs> also looked really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was very good. You you had mentioned that the Vision Quest overall was maybe not a very well aged scene, but I think I was I was kind of glad they did it because like a lot of the really good classic episodes have such scenes. Yeah, like Find Your Soulmate, Homer, where, they, where the animators can kind of like flex their flex their ideas, mm-hmm. get a little psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm Tyler. One of the homework episodes you gave me was to watch uh, Homer's Odyssey, so I was like, oh, it's another Vision Quest. That's fun. <laughs> Yeah, with Johnny Cash as the coyote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that episode. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Oh, That's man. one of my favorites. Even, I don't know if you guys have seen the Beavis the Butthead movie, <laughs> which may, no. maybe I'll cover on here sometime so. because I actually really like that movie. They, they have like a, they basically are just dehydrated in the desert and they go on, they like hallucinate <laughs> and it's really wild. Oh, Jim Morrison's there, right? I think. There's all these like like really squiggly devils and stuff that are drawn. So yeah, I do like it when like animation gets all weird like that. So Jack Horseman was super good at that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I never finished the last season. I really like that show. It took me like it literally took me like three seasons to get into for some reason. My friend Cameron was just like, "Oh, you should really check out BoJack Horseman." And I think part of it is because since I work uh, in like film related stuff, like a lot of the jokes, like Hollywood jokes and stuff, I'm like. I was just like, oh, yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, it's, like, funnier to people like, outside of it. Well, the way it is. It's like, sadly, <laughs> that's how it is. Yep. But the more I got invested in the characters and everything, like, that show is just, like, so good. So I need to get around to uh, finishing it. Like, the, the, the episode where he's it's totally underwater, that, like, that's the episode mm. that, like, totally, like, broke me. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is, like, truly, like, a really good show. So. Yeah. That's it was so good. Mm. But um i don't know do you have any do you guys have any final notes on the simpsons movie or the simpsons in in general connery i'll start with you because you don't have as much simpsons experience yeah sure um i i there's some funny bits in this movie that i that i did enjoy there's some parts of it that like you said definitely didn't age well uh the homework assignments you gave me to watch were like like i said the homer's odyssey and then marge versus the monorail i think you made me watch the monorail one just because they sing a song in it (laughs) well also conan (laughs) o'brien wrote that one and uh oh he did yeah i just like the jokes a lot and i like that spock's in it (laughs) (laughs) that's right he's in it they give on be like can you stop like not now yeah 
But yeah, it, uh, it's definitely a funny show. It uh, definitely has a giant Im- impact on our society in general. And uh, I am curious to see what Modern Simpsons looks like, but <laughs> I don't know if I have the exact nerve to dive into it. So that's where I stand right now. Yeah, for me, it's definitely like a comfort thing, like the first mm-hmm. 12 seasons or whatever, like I said. Um, I'll just like pick a pick an episode here or there like on disney plus but uh i feel like i rewatched those seasons like a few times and so now i'm like don't feel super inclined but like if i really just need like a month of comfort <laughs> maybe i'll do that <laughs> um but yeah i don't feel super inclined to watch the newer episodes but i did hear like at least matt Groening is like yeah i mean disney owns it now and i'm sure they'll want a sequel so um mm. i guess like at the like the at mm. the end of the like in the credits um some characters simpsons characters like time for a sequel question mark like to the audience and they were just saying like oh like making this movie required so many resources and was really exhausting for everybody involved (laughs) that they just like didn't want to do it (laughs) so i'm like yeah that's definitely fair but i would definitely be down for another simpsons movie i think um it would probably just be just as good as this but yeah brian what how does this movie stack up to general love of the simpsons is it like a worthy addition is it everything you would want in a Simpsons movie. I think it it was. I remember going to see it with my dad in 2007, and it felt like the, it, kind of like you were saying earlier, like it was already on the air for 18 years up to that mm-hmm. point. It kind of felt like the kind of climax of of the series, and I think they really hit it out of the park as far as like making it into a movie, but not making it feel too like on the nose. So if they would have stopped there, I would have been perfectly happy. Given that they've continued, I haven't really been watching yeah. it, so I don't know. It definitely, yeah. Any feature film of an animated show, basically. Like, it feels <laughs> like the show's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Simpsons kept going on. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it's it fits nicely into like the canon. Yeah, it does. Like it doesn't doesn't transform any canon. It doesn't like it's not like Marge and Homer got divorced or anything crazy big like that. That like you can consider like oh that changed the characters. That changed the narrative of the whole series. It's kind of just like fits nicely, but it also is like this keystone that like completes it because they had to do a movie. Yeah, you're right. Like it definitely feels like a closer to like the show, but. Also, like, they could just make another one, like, right after. I'd be totally down. If they just kept making Simpsons movies, I yeah. would I'd prefer that <laughs> than, like, the new sh- <laughs> uh, new episodes. But, yeah, I don't know. That's the Simpsons movie. It made a lot of money. It made, like, over $500 million off of, like, a $75 million budget. So Ooh-wee. people definitely saw it. <laughs> they saw Good. it. They Good liked them. them. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> they, they needed the money, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, do you have a fun game for us for Simpsons? Uh, no, I didn't think of anything, did you? <laughs> I thought of this while we were recording. We all know Homer Simpson's a big fan of donuts, and I want to <laughs> know, what was the largest amount of, amount of donuts you've eaten in a single sitting? Wow. Wow. It's probably, I used to play football in high school, mm-hmm. and like the day before a given game, they would just like fill you with food. Like mountains of food, <laughs> so I think I probably probably had five to ten donuts Whoa. at one point. Oh. There. <laughs> That's powerful. Um, one time I ate six Krispy Kreme donuts because it was like half a dozen. Hell yeah! So because I was challenged to. 
but <laughs> not you didn't want to. <laughs> I challenge you to hurt your own health. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, I'm 20. <laughs> I'm invincible. I think around that same age, I remember um, me and my me and my sister Grayson were, I think, hanging out for some reason. And I think maybe it was <laughs> never hang out. We we never hang out usually, but we were hanging out. And I think she's like, I want Krispy Kreme donuts. And I said, you know, what? I want I want some Krispy Kreme donuts too. So. Late at night, we drove to this one in Burbank in my old, not Honda, my old Toyota Tacoma pickup truck. We drove over and we, I remember eating, ordering like one of those 24 things of Krispy Kreme minis and we ate all of those in a single sitting. So we at least had, I think I might've had like, I don't know, like maybe 10 or 12, which probably might be just six regular size Krispy Kreme donuts to be totally honest. But I remember that was really fun and we just ate it in the trunk of my car and I think the... (laughs) Next morning, we pulled a horribly mean trick on our friend Haley. We left her the box that was, that was empty, and we left a whole giant scavenger hunt for her to find, and then the box is just full of trash, and with a note that said, ha ha, no donuts for you. That's ultimately evil. It was very cruel. And there's still a contract for your bounty out right now. <laughs> yeah, she has, she has not forgiven us, and... <laughs> likes to retell that story often because apparently she was with some popular girls in her class in her high school at the time and, then, <laughs> and they were all really jazzed about having a scavenger hunt and Haley come and be like there's nothing at the end of this i guarantee you there is nothing at the end of this and then oh, their, her popular friend has opened the box and they just said haha loser nothing for you <laughs> She knew. And this is our friend. This is our lifetime friend. So what what we're doing is not horrifying to yeah. someone like that. It's not, it's, she's like one of our... I've known Haley since birth, so she'll probably be on this show at some point. But we dunked on nice. her pretty hard. She, can, that tell, was pretty she good. can tell her side of the story. And yeah, she can tell her side. She's going to hear this and be like, <laughs> I need to be on right now. Oh, I know, right? Maybe we'll have her on for like a swan princess or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no no what is that swan princess what yeah i think that that's like a it's like an animated series uh yeah it's like a warner brothers one i think oh it's very strange it's based on the swan princess you know like the the, the woman who turns into a swan yeah like black swan like black swan yeah except it's animated and fun and there's a prince and there's a sorcerer because of course there is nice um well i didn't do this before but do you guys have anything to uh recommend to watch before we head out, have you been watching sure. anything, Brian? Or reading anything or playing um, anything? Or Yeah, we do it all here. <laughs> I suppose you could continue the 90s theme. I, I, I don't know. I think of The Simpsons. I think of 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think of Michael Jordan. I think of the 90s. Ooh. I don't know if you guys have been watching that um, documentary series, The Last Dance. Oh, no. With the Chicago Bulls. Very, very good. Mm. Yeah, I think that's on ESPN right now. I just heard it's coming to Netflix in July. So I'm kind of waiting for that. I'm definitely going to check it out because I heard it's really good. Sick. I'll check that out, too. Nice. And I don't have cable, and I can't figure out how to watch it on ESPN. <laughs> 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 what about you, Connery? Um, I have been watching some Studio Ghibli movies to k- soothe my nerves. Yeah. And uh, last night, actually, I watched uh, Tales from Earthsea, which is actually one of my one actual favorite one of his works probably a little bit less known than the other ones but it's basically just sword and sorcery willem dafoe voices the evil wizard yeah and he gives a very strange performance he's not like as in your face as he usually is or like ah he's just very like he's like whisper asmr willem (laughs) willem dafoe it's very strange and creepy he's not the green goblin no he's not the green goblin or like really manic he's he's 
delivers it very like calm and like seductively and creepy. Like it's it's a very interesting performance, just give even given by him. But I, I I love Tales from Earth Sea. I think it's really good and probably one that people don't watch nearly as often as his other works. And then I also watched uh, uh what it's it's called like uh Valley of the Hidden Wind. I, oh, I Nas- can't remember Nausicaa the... in the Valley of the Wind? Yeah, Nausicaa in the Valley yeah. of the Wind, yes. And I watched that last night too. And I like that one a lot, but uh, it's not it's definitely not my favorite. But it definitely soothed my nerves. So yeah, I really I watched those too. I really like that one, and with like the giant bugs and like the whole mm. I don't know. I just like everything about that movie. And then uh, Tales from Earthsea, yeah, it's directed by uh, Hayao Miyazaki's son Goro. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's like his first movie he directed. Yeah, I haven't checked that one out yet. I borrowed like a box set from Cameron. I think that's on there from my nice. friend Cameron. But uh, a lot of the Miyazaki movies are on HBO Max right now, apparently. Yeah, that's where I'm watching it from. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just having fun. I have this giant backlog. I haven't seen a lot of his things before. Like, I'm really excited to watch The Cat Returns and like all the yeah. like, Whisper of the Heart. Like, I've, never, I've never seen those before. Yeah, me neither. I'll have to get HBO Max at some point. <laughs> yeah. Because they've been hard to get <laughs> or, uh, unless you buy them. He's like never. Or you can just use my account. <laughs> I don't care. Or Jacob's account. <laughs> uh, I think Jacob's actually borrowing from me. To like... <laughs> no, because like, I took his, I he let me use his HBO account for like a year. And then he was like, okay, your turn. I was like, that's fair enough. So then he unsubscribed and I got, and I let him use mine. I thought Brian froze for a second. <laughs> no, he just does not care about what we're talking because about. Because your, your hand was like up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just say mine real quick. Uh, check out the show Beef House on adultswim.com. Beef House. Yeah, it's. Have you heard this? Brian? Ooh, nice. No, but that reminds me of the Midnight Gospel that's also on Adult Swim. Oh, oh. this is a Tim and Eric's new show. It's basically like a sitcom. Oh. And it's like a deconstruction of awesome. sitcoms, but it's also just really stupid. You know, it's like not highbrow at all, and it's just really funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's it called? Beef House, like B E E F. Oh wait, I said too many E's. B E E. No, I didn't. <laughs> beef house <laughs> like the meat to beef house um beef beef house and it's just like five grown men that live in a house together with uh <laughs> like one of them's tim one of them's eric and like tim heidecker has this like very just like like <laughs> it's the most like 40 f- mid 40s like white guy like he has like the goatee and hair of that and it's just like <laughs> I, I know people like that it's like kind of disturbing <laughs> to see someone like you'll just see it you'll know when you see it and then like eric wareham's like uh his wife basically is like a detective and she just like pays for the house and everyone just lives <laughs> everyone just lives in the beef house he's like oh i'm sorry she's like i know it has to be a beef house and it has like nothing to do it's, like, it's just, just none of it makes any sense um there's six episodes right now i wish there was like eight thousand, and it's only like each episode's only like 12 minutes long so it's like an hour and a half of content oh i'm definitely gonna watch that sarah and i will both yeah. watch that because <laughs> yeah i'm into we that we basically fell in love over tim and eric yeah. oh nice <laughs> that's that's perfect yeah it's free on adult swim so all right bye everyone <laughs> oh that's it <laughs> <laughs> this has been really fun thank you guys for inviting me on thanks the for show. coming on and uh waving your complaints you're the you're the martin luther of <laughs> the simpsons aspect ratio don't widen me bro uh do you have anything to plug brian or no (laughs) yeah everybody be good to each other yeah be excellent to each other everybody connery what do you have to plug 
If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing game experiences, you might want to check out me and four other brilliant people on the show, Starship Impala. Uh, yeah, that's it's on iTunes and SoundCloud. So give us a listen. We got over 100 hours of content just waiting for you. Nice. Um, follow us on Twitter at uh, FranchisePod and on Instagram at FranchisePod. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. And we're going to uh, put some links in the... Uh, bio description of this podcast to mm. help you find places to donate to to help uh, protesters with like bail funds and just in general with like the black lives matter movement so hell yeah um yeah we're gonna keep this podcast going through whatever the hell keeps happening in this country <laughs> uh <laughs> so that people can listen to something uh inane and hopefully entertaining it's good to have some levity and some light even if for just an hour or two yeah. it, and there's nothing wrong with enjoying yourself for a brief period of time yep enjoying enjoying all the aspect ratio talk <laughs> hey, it's some people's thing obviously <laughs> yep, it's mine too yep all right well thanks for joining us brian hopefully have you back on hey no problem yeah welcome to the franchise happy to be here Call me in when the next Simpsons movie comes out. <laughs> All right. And only when the next Simpsons movie comes out. I'll talk to you in seven years. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See you guys. Nice to meet you, Connery. Nice to meet you, too, Brian. Bye. All right. We're done. Bye. <laughs> oh, he just left.